0: If you love where you live and love to help travelers, sign up now to be a Circa Concierge. Help out our users and earn tips for the knowledge you have about your own city or country. Head over to circatravel.com forward slash concierge and sign up today.
1: Welcome to Circa. In this Start Here episode, we will be mentioning a ton of amazing things to do and see all over the beautiful country of Costa Rica. There's a lot of ground covered and a lot of information, but don't worry, there will be maps, notes, and info on the places mentioned in these guides in the Circa app, as well as the other full guide episodes to this spectacular slice of Central American paradise. So, whether you're in Costa Rica, heading there right now or sometime in the near future, or would just like to know how to start thinking about your trip, you're in the right place. So just sit back, put your headphones on, and enjoy this amazing place. Pura Circa. Love the world you live in and we'll help you explore it. A long, long time ago, the Earth and its continents did not look the same. There was no land connecting North America to its southern counterpart. Tectonic plates way below the beds of the deepest oceans in this area were constantly shifting and shaping the underwater volcanoes that are formed where these plates meet. The more the plate shifted, the more these volcanoes would erupt and grow, eventually breaking sea level and massive landmass arose, connecting the two Americas becoming what is known today as Central America. The reason I'm telling you all of this is because sitting above the meeting point of two of these plates, the Caribbean and Cocos plate, is Costa Rica. Millions of years of plate shifting, volcanic eruption, and erosion forged this country's incredible landscape. Its close proximity to the equator helped plants and animals that had come from the north and south to thrive, resulting in the impressive biodiversity the country is known for. This is Costa Rica, literally the rich coast, sandwiched between Nicaragua and Panama, the Pacific Ocean on one side and Caribbean Sea on the other, a place of adventure discovery and emerald beauty the beautiful beaches active volcanoes forests in the clouds the lush greenery of the jungles and the many nationally protected parks oh and the wildlife sloths jaguars macaws monkeys iguanas and yes poisonous spiders snakes and frogs welcome to the jungle My name is Marifei Sala. I'm a producer, writer, and actor, and this is my home. I was born in beautiful Costa Rica. This guide is written by my friend Amala Besarevich, and together we are going to get you acquainted with one of the most beautiful countries in the world. The land of pura vida, the unofficial motto of the nation. Translated, this literally means pure life, but here it's a way of life simple, humble. It's that pura vida lifestyle that makes Costa Rican such warm and welcoming people. It's a country where you learn that some days are best spent laying in a hammock doing absolutely nothing. And there is nothing wrong with that. This is a country that shows you that it's all about the little things in life and that you don't need a lot to be happy. Picking a ripe coconut or pipa straight from the tree on the beach and drinking it, the juices running down your chin, a breeze carrying a fragrance that transports you. You can't help but close your eyes and breathe as much of it in as you can. Sunsets that transform the sky into a painter's color palette, a pastel gradient of purple and blue to orange and yellow. Ah, Pura vida Things are a little slow down here, paste spread out, so much so that it's referred to as tico time, which is roughly 5 to 15 minutes later than the actual time because, hey, pura vida. The phrase pura vida is also a good crash course in Costa Rican slang. Listen. Hello, pura vida, goodbye, pura vida, thank you, pura vida, como estas, pura vida? You got the point. Costa Ricans, or ticos and ticas, as they are affectionately known, are some of the happiest people in the world. It might be the weather, the landscape, or the pura vida mentality. Whatever it is, you're sure to make a friend or two when you're here. A place where bad coffee is illegal, a new wave of hippies come to reconnect with nature and find a spiritual awakening. Come with me as we explore deeper into Costa Rica and get to know what it really means to live la pura vida. Geography and weather. Costa Rica is known for its incredibly diverse environments and landscapes. And now you know why. Millions of years of volcanic activity combined with its geographical location and closeness to the equator have created the mountains and coastlines that exist today. The country is divided into seven provinces, each with an array of differing landscapes, ecosystems, and microclimates. From east coast to west... And everything in between, you're met with primary and secondary dry forests, rainforests, cloud forests, wetlands, lowlands, highlands, mangroves, rivers, Pacific and Caribbean coastlines, and more. Each environment has its own climate and ecosystem. In fact, the only climates you won't find here are snow and desert. Not bad for a country roughly half the size of New York State. Most of Costa Rica experiences a temperature climate with average temperatures of 75 to 80 Fahrenheit in the central provinces and 80 to 90 Fahrenheit along the coasts and the sunsets at pretty much the same time across the country all year round. Generally speaking, Costa Rica has two seasons. Rainy season runs from May to November and dry season from December to April. However, there are some places that don't adhere to the rules. San Jose can get relatively chilly during the rainy season, and it's cold high up in the central mountain among the clouds. From the middle to the west provinces, the rainy season is often so punctual that you could almost set your watch to it. In Guanacaste, the dry seasons are hot and dusty where parts of the province don't experience a drop of rain for months. The rainy seasons are hot and wet. The effects of a long and arduous dry season can be seen in the orange and yellow of the normally green countryside, Rain falling every day for months, but temperatures still remaining in their mid-20s for the most part. And then literally overnight, the burnt shades become a rich green once again. From Mesoamerica to modern Americas. Costa Rica draws its rich heritage from the indigenous people of the various Mesoamerican and Andean cultures that inhabited pre-Columbian Costa Rica. And there were a lot. Archaeological artifacts and relics have dated the first human settlers arriving around 7,000 to 10,000 BC, a land that brought together civilizations from the Mayans to the north to the Andean Chorotegas. Before 1502, it is said that over half a million indigenous tribes lived in the intermediate area of Costa Rica. Costa Rica was named so by the colonial Spanish. Upon arriving, they thought it would be a land rich in gold and other valuable resources. After realizing this wasn't really the case, they began to plant crops. The land may not have been rich in gold, but the country's earth is rich. San Jose and the Central Valley became the tobacco center early on after the Spanish arrived. We've come a long way since then. Nowadays, this beautiful country, a prime spot on the Pan-American Highway, is known for its pineapples, bananas, and coffee. A few expeditions later, and Costa Rica got its first Spanish colony in modern-day Cartago. At the time, there were said to be as many as 20 different indigenous tribes, each with their own dialect and language, living off the land as they had been taught. We all know how history works. The colonization of Costa Rica was a bloody half-century of driving the indigenous people to near extinction. It got to the point where there weren't enough people to use for forced labor, so landowners had to tend to their own farms. It was tough going for a little while. The city of San Jose was founded in 1737 and became the capital in 1821. It is the largest city in Costa Rica and located in the region of the same name. It was during the 17th century that Costa Rica grew as the main exporter of the dark liquid gold that is coffee. Even today, it prides itself on the deliciously rich brew it produces throughout the country. The Central Valley is known as the coffee region of Costa Rica. Throughout the provinces of San Jose, Alajuela, Heredia, and Cartago, you can take a tour of many different farms including the popular Brit coffee plantation, Hacienda Salcia a Starbucks farm complete with an innovative research and development facility working on developing disease-free beans, or Hacienda Espíritu Santo, where you learn the coffee-making process from seed to cup and how Costa Ricans make a cup of coffee. In 1948, civil war broke out sparked by political corruption. Basically, the existing president tried to annul a lost election, which he claimed was won by fraud. This started a revolution led by José Figueres Ferrer that claimed the life of over 2,000 soldiers. Ferrer was a member of the Caribbean Legion, a group of liberal Latin American leaders, exiles, and revolutionaries whose objective was to overthrow dictatorships in Central and South America and replace them with democratic governments. After 44 bloody days, Ferrer succeeded and became president of Costa Rica, a title he would hold on four different occasions. In the 18 months of his first time in office, he paved the way for a new democratic Costa Rica by abolishing the military, allowing women and illiterates the right to vote, public education for all, and more. Costa Rica has remained military-free ever since. It's something us ticos are quite proud of. The National Museum of Costa Rica, located in downtown San Jose, is housed in the Vista Fortress, a former military barracks complete with bullet holes scattered on the outside walls. The building stands a testament to the country's history of conflict and its long-standing commitment to a peaceful Costa Rica. Getting around the country. You've just walked out of the tiny San Jose International Airport. You're in the central valley of Costa Rica, where the rainforest meets the city. It's a small, easy-to-navigate airport with a few car rental kiosks inside and a bus stop taking you to the city of San Jose on the main road in front. You shield your eyes from the sun and look around you to get your bearings. Taxi drivers to the left and right of you are waving you over on the main road. There are so, so many buses. Traveling around Costa Rica is a fairly simple but sometimes arduous task. There are plenty of roads that allow you to explore most of the country, but a lot are in disrepair or in dire need of expansion. That being said, cars and buses are still the most common and convenient modes of transportation for roaming the country. Hiring a car and seeing the country at your own pace is an ideal way to really get to know the place with its multitude of roads that can take you from the city, winding up and down through mountain ranges to the coasts and then off-road over streams and unpaved roads in the wilderness. With roads that rise and fall in elevation and cut through forests and bend around cliffs, it turns almost every drive in Costa Rica into a scenic one. Be sure to keep an eye out for the signs along the way that direct you to various vistas or lookouts. The perfect spots to stretch your legs for a minute as you take in extraordinary views. Not only are the city roads notorious for rundown roads, a lot of the country's smaller coastal town roads have to be driven with care. A lot of them are unpaved and bumpy, so a 4x4 option is best if you plan on using the car to explore smaller, more remote towns. A prime example of the state of the roads is driving from the popular family beach town of Samara down to the Pacific coast to popular surf spot Santa Teresa. I also recommend obtaining full insurance, not only because the roads can be tough on wheels, but also because Costa Ricans aren't known for their great driving skills. Every drive in Costa Rica is a scenic one. For example, driving from San Jose to Monteverde or from Monteverde to Playa del Coco in Guanacaste, you encounter smooth roads cut through the incredible landscape. To the left and right, you drive past green pastures, hills, mountains, and forests. There are road trips out there for those up for a challenge. Take a drive up Route 2 on the Pan-American Highway, and two hours southeast of downtown San Jose, you will reach the highway's highest peak, Cerro de la Muerte, Mountain of Death. The road is paved with blinding twists and turns, alongside harrowing cliff edges. The cold and rain make for extremely slippery roads, and the white wooden crosses scattered along the drive are a tribute to those who perished, and a stark reminder of the road's danger. But don't let that scare you off, take your time on this beautiful drive, spot a variety of tropical birds including the gorgeous Quetzal, travel upward through the differing climates and let the view from the top take your breath away. Off road trips are a great way to explore the country and discover your very own slice of paradise. And remember, it's always best to ask about the road you want to travel. Locals can provide up-to-date information on conditions and accessibility. Paths are often flooded out and landslides are not uncommon. The roads can be hell on cars, so make sure you have a car that can handle it, and beware during the rainy season. Costa Rica by bus. On any given day, there are over 1 million people passing through Central San Jose, and there's a reason for that. It's the central location for buses. There are buses that will take you to any place you want to go in Costa Rica. All of the routes serve up the spectacular views that come with driving the country. You will pass crystal blue oceans, majestic mountains, and lush rainforests, quaint little towns where the dirt roads are scattered with modest concrete houses, children teasing their pet dogs, mama in the yard cooking dinner over the fire pit. It's also the most inexpensive way to travel through the country, and some of the buses can be surprisingly comfortable. You'll never pay more than $20 to get anywhere in the country, and most of them are air-conditioned, some to almost freezing temperatures, so pack a hoodie. The airport bus stop is located almost opposite the small city park, Parque de la Merced. A splash of green as you enter downtown, it serves as a nice rest stop and escape from the busy city streets. Buses to the airport run frequently, almost one every 15 minutes, and it is here you can also get to the beautiful Cantón of Irelia. It is a relatively safe area, but like any other place, always keep your wits about you if you're traveling during the night or early hours of the morning. A few blocks away, approximately a 15-minute walk to the north, you will find Terminal 710 and the Mepe Bus Terminals. These buses will take you to the Caribbean coast and Guanacaste, respectively. These terminals are 300 meters apart and are located in Paso de la Vaca. Be smart, the Mepe Terminal is not the safest area. This place is sort of a red light district, and there are a lot of shady characters loitering about, including pickpockets. So please, keep your belongings close and be smart. If you're getting into the Mipet terminal before the sun comes up, take care when exiting your ride on arrival. Don't linger too long, just go and find a place by the ticket office while you wait for it to open. It's a little nicer around the corner at Terminal 710, a newly built terminal with basic food court, assorted stores, taxi rank, and security guards. For the most part, the buses are punctual and will be there at the time stated. There's a bus to get you anywhere. Hike the spectacular Cahuita National Park. Visit the beautiful stretch of beaches and party till the sun comes up in Puerto Viejo de Talamanca. Or disconnect from civilization at Tortuguero National Park. Head over to Guanacaste for picture-perfect sunsets, walk through cloud forests in Monteverde, and surf your heart out in the many towns scattered along the Pacific coast like Tamarindo and Santa Teresa. On long trips, you can pretty much guarantee that the person you're sitting next to will strike up a conversation. ¿De dónde eres? Where are you from? Do you like Costa Rica? Do you like Costa Rica? Ticos are super friendly and love to hear about what life is like in your country. We relish the opportunity to practice our English, but don't worry too much if your Spanish isn't great. English is pretty common, and remember, you can just get by by simply replying Pura Vida in most of the country. Conversation is a sure way of making the trip seem quicker, and if you keep it up on your visit, you'll soon realize why Costa Ricans are known to be some of the friendliest people in the world.
0: Hi, everyone. Circa is recruiting new concierges. A Circa concierge is a friend to ask anywhere in the world. Real people, on the ground, never bots. If you want to be a concierge for your city, go to circuittravel.com to sign up.
1: Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio, and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com/slash investing in America. The people. The various cultural influences of our past and present are evident in the sights and sounds throughout the country. Gold and jade relics in museums are a reminder of our pre-Columbian past. Calypso music transports you to the Caribbean. Although the influences of the past are still visible in the music and art of Costa Rica, these days you can see the younger generation becoming more Americanized with interest in classic rock, movies, and fashion. Football can be taken pretty seriously here and tensions can run high at finals time or when two rival teams play each other, especially when it's time for the Clásico, when La Liga and Saprisa play each other. La Liga, from the province of Alajuela, and Saprisa from San Jose are the two most popular and successful teams in Costa Rica. Like a lot of Latin America, the machismo culture is very much alive in Costa Rica. Along the beach towns, it's not unusual to get a whistle or hola mami while walking on the beach. While it's annoying and disrespectful, pay them no mind. They do it to every girl that walks past. They're used to being ignored. The machismo mentality is dying out as women and men are becoming more educated and breaking away from traditional roles. Education is free and mandatory, and the country is proud of its many highly esteemed universities, public, and international schools where younger generations of ticos are modernizing Costa Rica in their own subtle ways. All the Costa Rican food. Costa Rica isn't a place known for its cuisine. I mean, what food do you think of when you think of Costa Rica? Bananas? Pineapples? You'd be completely right, there are major exports, but you can hardly survive on that alone. The fertility and conditions here allow us to grow a multitude of foods, but our diet and cuisine is also heavily influenced by the different cultures that have shaped the country. Drawing from the indigenous, Spanish, and Afro-Caribbean diets, our staple dishes remain modest and simple. However, the surge of Asian immigrants and North American and European tourists has seen a maturing in the nation's taste buds. And the ecotourism industry has seen a shift towards locally sourced, farm-fresh, sustainable dining. In the Caribbean coastal town of Cahuita, about an hour's drive from Limong is Sobre las Olas. Located atop a coral reef overlooking the serene Playa Negra, it's a beautiful setting to enjoy their delicious sushi made with farm and ocean fresh ingredients. It's owned by a popular Chilean reggae band, Gondwana, and lucky diners have been known to be treated to an impromptu live show on occasion. Pre-Columbian cultures used corn, rice, legumes, and vegetables they farmed to create a staple diet non-dissimilar from our diet today. Plantains, chayote, and yuca are some of the vegetables that continue to appear on our plates and in our dishes. These ingredients are common in a lot of typical dishes, like olla de carne, which literally translates a meat pot. Chunks of meat, cassava, chayote, corn, and other staple vegetables are cooked in a beef broth to create a hearty, homely meal. A lot of solas around the country will have the dish on the menu on a certain day. At Sola Jogis in San Pedro, sit among the locals and taste an authentic and satisfying example of one of the definitive dishes of Costa Rica. The indigenous people of Costa Rica were also privy to the medicinal qualities of some of the native plants. The Teobroma cacao plant being one of the most significant of those, cacao still playing an important role in today's surviving indigenous communities. The Afro-Caribbean influence found throughout the western province of Limón brought flavors of West Africa and Jamaica to the country's palate. Dishes like rice and beans and rondón were popular meals giving plenty of sustenance and energy to the men who came to Limón to build the railroads and ports and ended up settling there. One thing that's guaranteed in Costa Rica is a good cup of coffee. There's a reason the country is known for its amazing coffee. The law states that all coffee beans must be 100% Arabica. This is the highest quality bean you can produce. Also, the conditions are perfect. We have the right temperature and amount of rain to ensure our beans are deliciously rich and aromatic. It's a slow process as the richest flavors come from the ripest coffee beans so it's all about being patient. Pico time, right? There are many coffee tours throughout the country, but I would recommend visiting Tarrazu, if you consider yourself a bit of a coffee aficionado. We'll be devouring the very best Costa Rican dining in our Eat Here episode in this Circa Guide. Adventure and Relaxation This jungle playground is a hotbed of activities to get your blood pumping, as well as a place to unwind after a long day of exploring. For the thrill seekers out there, Costa Rica is sure to deliver. Jungles, mountains, rivers, and oceans provide a natural obstacle course when you can push yourself to the limit against Mother Nature and the elements. Get a bird's eye view of the jungle below you as you zip line through the canopies. Levels vary throughout the country from beginner to kid-friendly canopy tours in Guanacaste to extreme zip lining in Arenal and Monteverde for the adrenaline junkies. Mountainous roads with spectacular views make the perfect landscape for ATV tours, especially during the rainy season. So. Much. Mud. Kayaking and whitewater rafting combine with the beauty of nature while adventure giving you a chance to see the country from a different perspective. Take it a level further with a two or three day rafting tour that will give even experienced rafters a nice healthy dose of adrenaline. There's something for every level of adventure seeker. Take a sky tram over the canopies of the Monte Verde cloud forest or the forests that surround the Arenal volcano. Sport fishing, snorkeling, hiking, surfing, horseback riding, diving, climbing, and more, all while being surrounded by breathtaking scenes of flora and fauna. The days spent in Costa Rica can be hectic and filled with adrenaline-pumping adventure. Let's change the pace for a minute. Think hot springs and thermals with volcanic views at Arenal, enjoying the freshest food source from the farms that surround you in Punta Arenas, and sipping champagne while watching the sunset from a catamaran off the shores of Playa Flamingo on the Pacific Coast. Costa Rica is a jungled paradise, and there are an assortment of adults-only and family-friendly boutique hotels and resorts scattered around the country that focus more on the paradise aspect of this description. Around the base of the majestic Arenal Volcano is a multitude of resorts utilizing the natural hot springs and thermals created by the volcano's magma. The geothermal waters are ideal for relaxation and soothing sore muscles. Just picture it. Stepping into naturally heated spring waters that range from 90 to 110 degrees Fahrenheit, surrounded by palm trees and the sound of birds with a giant arenal as your backdrop. Leaving the mountains and volcanoes behind, the coast provide a place to bask in the sun and let the warm ocean waters wash all your stresses away. Both the Pacific and Caribbean coast have beautiful beaches where you can hang your hammock between two palm trees, hear the sound of the waves, and forget about the world. Just check the tree for coconuts first. Falling coconuts are responsible for more deaths per year than sharks! Costa Rica's Pacific coast is 632 miles blessed with picture-perfect sunsets and a multitude of stunning beaches. On the Caribbean side, you can sleep among an assortment of birds in a secluded jungle treehouse where its slots hang out and the howler monkeys are your morning wake-up call. Eco-friendly Costa Rica. A friend of mine once said, don't come to Costa Rica if you don't like the color green. And they were right. There are millions of shades of green everywhere you look. This is where Costa Rica shines. Costa Rica is world famous for its UNESCO-protected biosphere reserves and jaw-dropping geoparks. I mean, there are 28 of them, and each one serves up supersized portions of virgin rainforest, complex freshwater, and marine ecosystems, and of course, a dazzling amount of flora, fauna, and wildlife that'll make you feel like you're living in your own Technicolor Jungle Book. Here, you'll find plants with furry red finger-like flowers that look like they belong in a Dr. Sue's book, and over 1,200 species of native orchid, including the country's national flower, Guaria Morada. The colors of the flower are only rivaled by that of the 800 plus species of birds that you can see here, from the big and beautiful screeching scarlet macaw to the tiny iridescent bee hummingbird. Of course, you are also bound to see a variety of mammals and reptiles too, like the popular three and two-toed sloth, giant iguanas, loud howlers, and cute capuchin monkeys, and the shy agouti which looks like a giant guinea pig. Frontrunners in the world for their progressive environmental policies and intensive flora and fauna conservation efforts, Costa Rica is one of the top locations when it comes to ecotourism. But it wasn't always like that. During the early to mid-90s, deforestation was rampant and the country was losing precious land at an alarming rate of 3% per year. Quick action by the Costa Rican government and environmental groups saw a complete reverse of the situation with 70% of the land reforested, and 30% of that within protected areas. Nowadays, around 25% of the country is made up of protected national parks, reserves and wildlife refuges. In addition to this, the country is helping lead the way to become carbon neutral with 98% of its electric grid running on renewable energy. Recently having banned single-use plastics and constantly working on reducing its global carbon footprint with new legislations that focus on sustainable practices, Costa Rica is showing other countries that, with determination and commitment to the environment, it is possible for other countries to reverse some of the damage caused by fossil fuels, pollution and deforestation. Government continues to make the environment a top priority, which aims to be carbon neutral by 2050. unmissable costa rica costa rica offers an array of incredible experiences for thrill seekers and sun loungers alike and everything in between but there are a few experiences that are worth going out of your way for historical towns national parks and rivers of the bluest blue mark up the list of must-dos in costa rica number one rio celeste Located in the Tenorio Volcano National Park in the province of Alajuela is the magical Río Celeste, Sky Blue River, named because its waters are an incredible turquoise color that look almost unnatural. The color occurs as chemicals from two rivers meet to form Río Celeste. It's all quite scientific, but it creates a magical effect. It's a relatively easy trek to the waterfall, about 30 minutes in good conditions, and the best time to go is during the dry season. It's a hugely popular spot, so always get there as early as you can to avoid crowds and tour groups. Number 2. Sarchí Sarchí, an artisan town in the province of Alajuela in the northwest corner of the province of San Jose, is known as the major town for the production of the beloved ox cart. The ox cart is the national symbol of Costa Rica and plays a key role in the country's history. The Costa Rican ox cart was invented and made the perfect mode of transportation for carrying goods, including coffee beans across the rugged terrains of early colonial Costa Rica. Take a walk through the town and admire the colorfully decorated carts that local artists have painted with mandalas and intricate designs. See the world's largest ox cart and visit the historic Fabrica de Carretas Eloy Alfaro, the oldest ox cart workshop in Costa Rica. It continues to produce ox carts using traditional techniques. An hour away from San Jose's International Airport, it makes for a pleasant day immersed in history and art. Number 3. Corcoala National Park Corcoala National Park can be found in the southwest of the country on the Osa Peninsula. The park protects the largest primary forest on the American Pacific coastline. A primary forest, or old growth forest, is a forest that has been around a long time without significant disturbance from man. It's pristine, untouched. As a result, these types of forests have been known to home rare species of animal and plant life. The Corcoao National Park contains at least half of all the living species in Costa Rica, including endangered species of tapir and the harpy eagle, which has almost all but vanished from other parts of Central America. It's also home to a variety of wildcats from the majestic jaguar to the cute Margay, which looks like an ocelot and is about the same size as your average house cat. Number four, Tortuguero. On the North Caribbean coast in the province of Limong is the village of Tortuguero and the Tortuguero National Park. Separated from the mainland by the Tortuguero River, the small town of around 1,500 people and its national park are only accessible by boat or plane. Take a boat from either Moin, close to the city of Limón, or drive as close as you can get to the park and depart from La Pavona. The place is hot, humid, and rainier than most places in the country, but that doesn't stop it from being one of the most popular parks in Costa Rica, drawing in nature lovers and eco-tourists from all around the world. Tortuguero translates to the land of turtles, and the protected area is an important nesting site for leatherback, hawksbill, loggerhead, and green sea turtles. That's four of the seven species of sea turtles found on Earth, including a couple that are classified as critically endangered. Visit between July and October and witness these ancient reptiles travel to the warm beaches of the Caribbean Sea, arriving in the darkness before sunrise to lay their eggs. Take a boat? canoe or kayak and explore the area by way of its extensive interconnected canals, lagoons and beaches. Local guides are experts in spotting out the sometimes secretive animals on ground, flying above or swimming underneath you. Number 5. Night Jungle Walks. More than half the wildlife in Costa Rica is nocturnal. The nighttime is when the jungle really comes alive. Go for a guided night walk through jungles and forests for your chance to spot some of the country's most elusive mammals, like the adorably cheeky kinkajou and the three toed sloth, and an assortment of birds, frogs, snakes, and other nighttime creepy crawlies that fill the air with that weird and wonderful noises. In Manuel Antonio, you will spot the iconic red-eyed leaf frog as well as many other species of multicolored frogs, snakes, lizards and bugs, the sounds of which can be deafening. Expert guides are equipped with monoscopes to allow you to get close-up views and photos of the animals lurking above in the branches. Witness a whole different world at the Monteverde Cloud Forest when the sun goes down and the animals of the night awaken. Take an easy hike through the reserve and spot foxes, armadillos, sleeping birds, snakes, and spiders. If you're really lucky, you might even catch a rare glimpse of the secretive jaguar. Costa Rica A little over 51,000 square kilometers packed with ancient volcanoes and mountains, lush forests, and picturesque coastlines containing over 5% of the world's biodiversity. Each environment is like a unique piece of paradise that contains its own little ecosystem and microclimate. I will tell you that over half of those species are insects. That's a lot of bugs. Their chirping is the soundtrack of balmy Costa Rican nights. A natural playground with high adrenaline activities for the thrill-seekers, but also a tranquil retreat for those looking to relax. Rapple down canyons and zipline through pristine forests, or a magical place where the time slows down. A place where you really learn to stop and smell the roses, or orchids in this case. Gorgeous sunsets, simple living, and monkeys as alarm clocks. <coughs> In Costa Rica, strangers greet you with an hola and a smile as you walk down the street. Getting to talk with the locals and realize that it isn't just the natural beauty of the country that makes it so special, it's the people. Warm and welcoming, ticos are quick to make you feel like family, and Costa Rica, your home away from home. No wonder it was named one of the happiest places on earth. Pura Vida. Thanks for listening to our Start Here Costa Rica episode. Now that we have you drooling for a pipa fria and you're filled with a desire to channel your inner sloth in the jungle paradise that is Costa Rica, remember to check out the other Costa Rica episodes in this guide for deeper dives into the country's incredible biodiversity, its coasts, mountains, and jungles, the rich fusion of cultures, and much, much more. Whether you're heading to Costa Rica right now, sometime in the near future, or would just like to learn all about a place we truly love, you'll get instant access to the full guide plus new episodes on a regular basis when you subscribe to Circa. Or download the Circa app which is filled with pictures and maps and notes from this episode and more. Maybe you'll want to sample our guides for Rome, LA, Barcelona, and many many more. And many more to come. Circa. Love the world you live in and we'll help you explore it.
0: Let's jump into Peppa's world of play. Look for spring flowers, hunt for muddy puddles, and bravely explore exciting places with Pepper play sets. Pepper Pig. Inspiring kid
1: confidence.